Hi, this is Taxis Chronicles. I'm your host, Simon Rushton. Today we have a very special guest in the car. I won't say her name, but I will say she works in a facility um, clinic helping people make babies. And I thought this is quite interesting, especially in the corona era. She is also breaking the rules and going to see her boyfriend. going to see her boyfriend in this lockdown period so we've got something to hear i did warn her that maybe she'll be that baby boomer corona era but time will tell anyway how are you doing today very good even though it's not sunny but still we have to try to keep our moods up okay that's good that's good you were telling us about you were telling me about we're stuff you're telling me about your family and in barcelona and how you're having a they're all free now to go out. They, they were locked down for 40 days. Um, what's, what's the atmosphere like out there now? So now it's much better because they are allowed to go out like us in the UK. So they can go for a run. They can at least go out. But it's been very hard because obviously being kept at home during more than 30 days is quite a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So job-wise, are people be able to go back into their jobs? Is the com- con- economy started to grow again? or? Hopefully um, soon, so at least some of the restaurants, some of the shops will be able to open from next week. Not in full capacity, but 50% of the capacity. Oh, so no, no nightclubs? No, not no at ni- the moment. No nightclubs, no bars? Bars, yes. Bars, yes. But they cannot open like full capacity. They have to have 30% of capacity, I guess. Uh, or So they will be able to open, but not as the same as before. So if they have 30 percent capacity does that mean they have to tell the customers to space out exactly there's not much point being in the <laughs> <laughs> no i think some of them will prefer to be closed rather than open okay oh, yeah i can see i can see how that works mm-hmm. but at least you have the sun out there yes that's yeah. true yes. that's true at least we have good weather and i hope in london comes back as well soon <laughs> yes i understand so how have you been um bearing with the corona and the lockdown here very good actually better than i thought because obviously um so the reproduction clinics are closed for the moment we will reopen soon but we are in Farlo, and i thought i was gonna struggle with that much time for me for myself and actually i'm dealing very good i have time for my hobbies time for myself and yeah it's good <laughs> i can't complain what what's been your hobbies when you uh locked down so I'm a beginner in guitar lessons. In what? <laughs> I'm trying to play guitar. Oh, guitar. Okay. Guitar. I'm very bad. I'm a very bad singer, but at least I'm trying. Oh, you know, if this goes on, you can become a master. Who knows? Maybe a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, this, tell us about this fertility clinic. I, I've heard of such a thing, but I don't really know anything about it. So, basically, um, we offer treatment for... Um, people who wants to get pregnant and they can get pregnant naturally mm-hmm. but we offer as well treatment for single women or people who wants to preserve their fertility either for medical reasons or for social reasons uh, mm-hmm. so yeah we have like a while uh, quite a lot of treatments okay is, is there busy busy periods like of the year is it busy yes summertime or it is, honestly it's busy every day almost every day so you would be surprised how many people want to have babies right now. <laughs> okay. Always busy. 
I know this may seem a bit of a absurd question. Is it more women who go in there, or is it lots of? I'm not sure. I don't really understand the industry, so I was probably why I'm asking a question that doesn't make sense. Is it all women who go in there? No, it... we have as well um, male couples. So we have we have um, heterosexual couples. Yeah. Then we have single women. Then we have homosexual couples, both male or both female. So what do they go in there for then? So for having a baby as well, because um, how can they have a baby with two men? <laughs> they will lose uh, donor eggs, their sperm, and then a surrogate. So a, a person who will carry the baby for them. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody agrees to that. Yeah. You'd be surprised. You yeah. need to that that person who does that kind of thing. There's some screw loose there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you want to do that kind of thing. Okay. No, well, it's a nice thing, and sometimes it's like, well, women that already had a baby. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I guess that there's women that like to be pregnant as well. Really? I don't know, cause I'm I haven't been pregnant myself. You haven't been pregnant. But I don't think I would like it. So. <laughs> you don't think you like it? Okay. It must okay. be so painful. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. So it's a big business then? It is a business, yeah. It's a big business, yeah. okay, lots of money. Uh, have you worked in that industry for a long time? Yeah, more than five years. Oh, okay. And in other countries as well, but it's very similar, like around yeah, Europe at least. The human body is a human body, isn't it? Exactly. Have you seen that film where they have the, the man's a father to... Uh, what's it? That they do a mistake. Yeah, and he's a father to all the children. <laughs> I, forget the film. I think there's different feelings, but yeah, that doesn't happen in real life. No, but is it? Yes, that's what I was going to ask you. Is it the same thing like where men go and jerk, jerk, <laughs> jerk? <laughs> they can't see what I did. When they kind of jerk themselves off in the room, they sperm donor. Yes. Is it like that? They Men do there, they go and sperm donor. Yeah. What's the criteria, just for the listeners, oh what's the gosh. criteria to be a um, sperm donor? Where I work, we don't have, um, so we take donors from other clinics, but there are clinics that are only specialized in taking, recruiting donors. But the criteria is very strict. So actually you have to be very healthy, smoking, no alcohol, and then as well, they look into the chromosomes, so genetic, any genetic conditions or anything like this. And then as well, it's not that easy to become a sperm donor because it's a commitment. So you cannot just go there and have a masturbation. <laughs> so why is it a commitment? Once you've done the job and so, given a sperm. So let's say like you um, fit all the criteria yeah. to become a sperm donor, then it's a commitment. So you will have to donate more than once. Why? Because if the sperm is good, we want it. <laughs> we ah. want more than one so we can so give if it you more than if, one if patient. So if you said, no, I'm not coming back, would they sue you? No, no, they so won't. They say, come in, get your cock out. <laughs> <laughs> give us that now pound of sperm. <laughs> oh dear, no, no, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that. But Okay, that's interesting. But yeah. And do you get, um, so how much do these men get paid to donate sperm? So I'm not sure here in England, not much. I would say something between 30 and 40. So it's not a lot. So every time you um, come, you get paid 30 <laughs> or 40 pounds. Yeah, I think it's not worth it maybe. There's a lot of young boys who might get into this that. business. <laughs> a lot of young teenagers who say, yes, I'm fit. I'm agile, 30 quid. Don't worry about I pocket mean, money anymore, Dad. Exactly, it's easy money. Yeah. 
money. It is money, but it's not that much. And what about the the instance where the child may want to know who their dad is? That's the other thing. So in the UK, because in Spain it's anonymous, but in the UK, I think that's when lots of people actually don't want to do it anymore because when the child turns 18 years old they can contact you so you don't have any legal um you don't have any legal responsibilities Mm -hmm. but the child can contact you to know who you are but let's say if they ask you for money you are not you are not in charge of that child so you are not obliged to give them money because you don't have any legal responsibility towards does that them. does that happen now does the do, do children you've been in this business a long time do people grow up and say i want to know who my dad is and go and find out to be honest i i don't know i'm sure it happens but i don't know actually that's something you would be good looking into yeah but i'm sure it has happened okay I guess it depends because you know what happens sometimes the couple they will use donor sperm or donor eggs but they will never tell the child so the the child will never know but then it may come out one day yeah I had a friend and he he had a girlfriend or friend she's where she's from Thailand or Filipino or something like that and the mum the mum his friend who is a female and her mum used to argue all the time yeah. And there's arguing about the, her child or something. And then the whole family is in the sitting room and they was arguing in the kitchen. And the dad was sitting in the sitting room watching TV with all. And the mum just said, anyway, you're just a pass. You're not even a part of this family. You're just a passing fling with a passing sailor. Oh, my yeah? God. <laughs> That's and, terrible. And it, and it devastated her. So it came out in a fit of fury because the mum knew. So I can imagine at times if if the child's not working out because probably these this this friend out there like we have a sweeping statement the people who probably go for this kind of thing are probably want a, like a perfect family yeah and you can't get perfect family in reality no not even if natural <laughs> yes, if naturally. yeah so if it's not going their way they may say some malicious things yeah at one time and then that's true I'm not a fan of this. I believe in traditional methods. I believe if you can't get it up, then you weren't meant to get it up. Or you need to learn to exercise and purify your body and all the other things. I'm a big fan of that. But. Yeah, but sometimes it's good for because um, we do genetic testing. So sometimes um, some couples will be carriers of some genetic condition. And in order to avoid passing that to their children, they will come to us and then we will... Um, do a biopsy of the embryo and then we see if the embryo is healthy or not so for example that's a good thing for the family for the couple because they know the child is going to be healthy do you feel like you're playing god no i wouldn't say that not you personally no no i know i know i know no i don't think so because we work with free embryos like the cell stage we work it's uh-huh. before life it's um mm-hmm. i wouldn't consider that we are playing with life because for me what we have in the lab it's not life mm, okay. <laughs> depends yeah, i, I like, think many people would argue with you but i know what you're saying people will argue that's yeah, true yeah, that's yeah, true yeah. but from a scientific point of view yeah. um it's still very premature stage no, i understand what you're saying yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I because, I, I want to think yeah. that we make people happy and Do you have people who go through the process, start the process, and then say we changed our mind? 
we do sometimes we do and then it's acceptable and then for example if a couple has created embryos but then they don't want to use that embryos they have different options and sometimes they can donate the embryos to research or to training or even to other couples which is a nice thing and yeah or they can be discarded as well so that's a shame but some people as well opt for just discarding the embryos do you see yourself staying in this profession for a long time i hope so but sometimes i sometimes i would like an easier life because <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like sometimes it can be quite intense because psychologically it's a very hard process there's lots of emotions involved yeah i can imagine everybody's everybody's emotional yeah yeah and i mean at this time like in, and, it, and it's mainly with this situation is it uh, is it like nursing where it's mainly female run kind of in terms of because i work Stuff. in the lab but then lots of the medical uh, doctors are men okay. um, it's like a mix between men and women but okay. in the lab it's mainly women mm. yeah mm. even though the place i work we are like very um mixed mm. so i really actually one of the reasons i really like it is because the team is very like um uh, diver diversified mm. um there's people from all over the world as well it's, mm. it's a nice thing yeah okay <laughs> it's uh, an interesting job, but well, uh, it's not something very common. Yeah, I mean, no, it's great. I'm glad. I'm glad you got in my taxi. You're very. <laughs> you have a very. If you can hear listeners, she has a very joyful tone, <laughs> happy tone in her voice. Yeah. So you know, if ever <laughs> you want to get that stuff done, yeah, you can. I don't know. They know, they know where to find it, I'm sure. Yeah, there's, they know where to find it. There's, there's plenty like, in there's London. There's an element of anonymity here. Yeah, <laughs> just like we discussed. Yeah. Uh, but okay then. Thank you very much. Well, thanks thanks for that, listeners, and for our guest, our anonymous guest. I hope you like this podcast, this episode. Um, feel free to like and subscribe and share. And also try our sister podcast which is called africa investing stories about real stories real investors with real stories who've invested in africa and have a good day goodbye <laughs>